Julie and Matt here with another great resource from one of our friends. Parents, do you ever wonder how to teach your little ones about missionaries? Go tell everyone. Nine Missionaries Who Shared the Good News shows kids how missionaries throughout history have obeyed Jesus' command to tell everyone. This interactive board book introduces nine different missionaries such as Lottie Moon, Adoniram Judson, and Lilius Trotter. And it tells about the countries where they served. Ultimately, Go Tell Everyone helps kids understand that anyone can tell everyone about Jesus. To learn more, visit GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Again, that's GoTellEveryoneBook.com. You're listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week, we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean. Hey, that's me. I'm Sean. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about how God is in charge of everything using a story from the Bible. That's right, Julie. Last time, we talked about how God's church began. We learned that after Jesus went back to heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, Jesus' friends and followers began to gather together to learn about him and help others and tell everyone the good news about Jesus. We also learned that even though we usually meet in a building, the church isn't even a building. The church is God's family. Yeah, we did. So what are we going to learn about the church today? Well, today we're going to learn about a couple of important members of God's family, Peter and John. Wait, didn't we already learn about Peter? Wasn't Wasn't he that guy that told lots of people about Jesus? Yep, same guy. Peter and John were both apostles. And in today's story, these two apostles are practicing what it means to be God's church. They're helping someone, a man who is paralyzed. Can you pause for a second, Julie? You keep saying a fancy word that I don't know. What is an an opossum? Not an opossum, Sean. An opossum is an animal. What I'm saying is an apostle. Do you remember what a disciple is? Yeah, a friend or follower of Jesus. Yes, a disciple is a friend or follower of Jesus. And an apostle is a kind of disciple. You know what? I actually know someone who knows way more about this stuff than either one of us. What do you say we talk to our friend, the historian? Let's say historian together. Historian. Did someone say historian? Well, hey, it's our good friend, Nathan. Welcome back to the show, Nathan. Thanks for having me, Julian Sean. I can't believe I'm back again already. But you know what they say, history repeats itself. Repeats itself, repeats itself. Sean. Sorry. (laughs) Okay, hey, we've got a question for you, Nathan. Julie was telling me about a group of people called opossums. I I mean, apostles. And I'm not really sure who they are. So maybe you can help. I can definitely help friends. So let's start here. Do you remember who the disciples were? Yeah, Jesus' friends and followers. Yes, exactly. A disciple was a friend and follower of Jesus. Nailed it. So now disciples were a lot like apostles, but just a little bit different. Every apostle was a disciple, but not every disciple was an apostle. Uh, say what now? Okay, let me try that again. So Jesus had many friends following him around, both men and women, and probably some children too. The Bible even tells us that there were 72 or maybe even 120 people following him around at times. But remember, Jesus chose 12 men to be his closest friends and followers. These 12 disciples were sent by Jesus later and called the 12 apostles. 
An apostle was someone who was sent on a special mission by Jesus, who was given special power and authority too. So every apostle was a disciple, but not every disciple was an apostle. Oh, okay, I get it now. But did you say special power from Jesus? What, did they have like superhuman strength or could they fly or something? Not those kinds of powers, Sean. The apostles were sent to do special work for God as a special authorities for God's special people, the church, just like we learned about last week. God gave them power to tell people about Jesus and to help other people in other places to start churches so they could worship Jesus too. And sometimes God even gave them the power to do miracles. Okay, that is so helpful. So then how come some people were apostles and other people weren't? That's a great question, Julie. To be an apostle, you had to be a disciple who was with Jesus during his ministry on earth. You had to see him resurrect from the dead with your own eyes. And you had to be given special power from God for this special job of being an apostle. According to the Bible, there were only 14 or maybe 15 people who were ever actually called apostles. Gotcha. It's all starting to make sense because I don't want to spoil anything. But in our story today, Peter and John heal a man who was paralyzed. And I wasn't sure how they could do that. But it sounds like since they were with Jesus during his work on earth and they saw him raised after the dead, they were given special power by God for this special job to be an apostle. That's what makes them apostles. And apostles had special power from Jesus with the help of the Holy Spirit to perform miracles. So that's how they healed the paralyzed man we're going to hear about in our story today. Exactly. You heard another story from the Bible about a different paralyzed man back in season one. The man in today's story had a similar situation. Being paralyzed means that he couldn't move some parts of his body. Way back then, you know, in history, people didn't have many technologies or services that we have today that help people who are paralyzed work or move around. So when Peter or John were sent specially by Jesus, they met this man and they had the power to heal him with the help of the Holy Spirit. I see. Well, Nathan, are there any apostles alive today? You know, in case I get in any more rollerblading injuries? Not anymore. There aren't any apostles alive today. See, Jesus lived a long time ago, so none of us got to know him during his ministry or see his body after he was raised from the dead. So no, there aren't any apostles now, but there are lots of disciples friends and followers of Jesus today. I'm actually a disciple myself too, because I love and trust Jesus. And if you love and trust Jesus, that means you are a disciple as well. Hey, that's great news. Thanks for joining us and sharing what you know, Nathan. Of course, I always love chatting with you friends. I hope this helps you follow along even more as you hear today's story from the Bible. Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It's from God and about God, and it is true. So let's take a moment and pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. Dear God, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you have done. Amen. Last episode, we learned that when Jesus left to go back to heaven, God sent the Holy Spirit to be our helper. The Holy Spirit gives people new hearts that love and trust Jesus. And we learned that every person who has ever loved and trusted Jesus is a part of the church. Let's say church on three. One, two, three. The church. church. A church is a group of people who love and trust Jesus and spend time together learning about God, worshiping him, and telling others the good news about Jesus. All of God's children are part of the church. The church is God's family. And today, we're going to hear a story about John and Peter. 
two of Jesus' disciples, who are also apostles, his very good friends who were sent by him on a special mission. Remember, Jesus was already back in heaven and had sent the Holy Spirit to be their helper. One day, John and Peter went to the temple. The temple, remember, is where Jewish people would go to worship God, sort of like the church. When John and Peter were standing outside the temple, a man called out to them for help. This man was paralyzed, which means his legs didn't work. He couldn't move or use them, no matter how hard he tried or what medicine he took. Think about your legs. Wiggle them around. You know, we need our legs to do things like run, jump, walk, and play. Today, if someone's legs can't move, they can use other things to help them walk and play. But back then, if someone's legs couldn't move, they couldn't work or play or do many of the things they needed to live. They relied on their friends or family to help them around and just do about everything else. Since this paralyzed man had no way of earning money on his own, he sat outside the temple every day and asked people, God's people, for money. God gave his special chosen people, the Israelites, certain laws about taking care of people who didn't have very much. So this was probably a regular sight. So when he called out to them, John and Peter went over to talk to him. You see, God cares about people who don't have very much, and so did John and Peter. They told the man they didn't have any money to give him, but they did have something better. Let's get an even closer look at this story by reading what Peter told him and what happened next in the Bible. If you're at home, open up your Bible with us. Our story today can be found in the New Testament, the book of Acts, chapter 3, verses 6 through 7. I'll give you just a moment to find it. Acts 3, 6 through 7. Remember, it is always okay to ask for help if you need it. And if you don't have a Bible with you right now, that is okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, are you ready? Acts 3, 6 through 7 says, But Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up. And immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. John and Peter told the man that in the name of Jesus, he could stand up. So even though this man had never been able to stand or walk or run before, John and Peter reached down and helped the man stand up. The man jumped to his feet and began to walk around. It was a miracle, something amazing that doesn't normally happen to show God's power. He was so excited that he walked all around the temple, praising God and telling everyone what God had done. Everyone who saw him was amazed. Peter and John didn't have any money to give him, but they had something that was so much better. They had Jesus and the Holy Spirit. God used Peter and John to heal this man's body to show that God was with them and that all the things they were saying about Jesus were true. Only God could have healed the paralyzed man like that. Only God is in charge of everything. It was a miracle. Just like Jesus did miracles and healed people who were sick or couldn't see to show that his words about God were true, Jesus' close friends and followers sent by him, the apostles, they did the same. Peter and John showed many people all over Jerusalem that Jesus really is God and told them the good news about Jesus. He's the Savior God promised to send. That's right. The Bible says many, many people saw the paralyzed man healed, heard what Peter and John said, and believed in Jesus. About 5,000. God gave lots of people new hearts that loved and trusted Jesus, and the church grew 
and grew. The Jewish leaders at the temple told Peter and John to stop telling others about Jesus, but they didn't listen. Jesus had told them to go and tell everyone all over the world the good news about him. So that's exactly what they were gonna do, even if it got them in trouble. That's what we're gonna be talking about next week. They obeyed Jesus because Jesus is God and God is in charge of everything. Hey parents, are you looking for an inspiring read for your little ones? Well, we've got something special for you. Introducing Kids in the Bible, a storybook Bible about God's children. This new book by Caroline Saunders features a collection of 33 captivating stories from the Bible, all centered around kids, just like yours. Ever wondered about the adventures of young Miriam, Samuel, or even a certain young Jesus? Kids in the Bible takes you on a journey through the lives of these remarkable children, showcasing how God's big plans unfold through even the smallest of us. Each story is a treasure trove of courage, faith, and the boundless love of God. Whether it's a young warrior's bravery or a girl who defies death or the miraculous journey of a baby who changed the world forever, there's something for every young heart to connect with. So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsinthebiblebook.com today. Let your little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world. You just heard God's word. Now, let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it Five Second Fly Through Review. And our friend Nathan is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play, Nathan. All right. I'm going to ask you eight questions. You have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, let's shout out our answers together and see if you got it right. Okay, everybody. Are you ready? Here, Here we, we go. go. Okay. Question one. What were the names of the two apostles who went to the temple? Peter and John. Question two. Who did they see sitting outside the temple? A paralyzed man. Question three. What did he ask Peter and John to give him? Money. Question four. Did Peter and John give the man money? Nope. nope. Something better. Question five. What did they give him instead? They, they healed, healed him, him through the, the power, power of, of Jesus. Jesus. Question number six. What is it called when God does something amazing that doesn't normally happen to show his power? A miracle. Question number seven. Why did Jesus and the apostles do miracles? To show that God loves people and that what they were saying about Jesus was... True. Final question, question number eight. Who is in charge of our bodies and our hearts? God is. God is in charge of everything. Hey, how'd you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Or were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? We hope so, but now it's time to live like it's true. This week, go on a walk with your family and talk about some of the amazing things that Jesus has done for you. Ask your parents, too. 
You can praise him together, just like the man who's healed. As we finish our time together, let's worship God through a song that reminds us that God is in charge of everything. the stars throughout the sky with his hands around outer space he put each planet into place no matter how big or small he's in charge of it all the summer sun to show Just one word he made the day He tells each cloud which way to move Commands the waves of the ocean blue No matter how big or small He's in charge of it all The summer sun to show how to snow the morning bird to sing God's in charge of everything the springtime flowers grow the autumn colors show the bumblebee to sting God's in charge of charge of everything God's in charge of everything Thanks for listening to God's Big Story Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. And if you'd like to read more about God healing the paralyzed man through Peter and John, you can turn to Acts 3, verses 6 through 7, anytime, and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit tvcresources.net. And tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again soon. Julian, shout out! <laughs>